Welcome to episode 19 of the Reach For More podcast. It is wonderful having you here. I'm your host, Veronica Summer. I'm a singer, songwriter, voiceover talent, and motivational coach. For the past six years, I have worked and lived in over 10 countries pursuing my dream as a creative professional. I'm fortunate to have recorded audio and vocals in studios all over the world and have sang and talked on small and big stages. Currently, I'm working from my home in the beautiful Austrian Alps, sharing my experiences with you on my YouTube channel and creating albums, ebooks, and content for the Rising Star community and the Reach For More podcast. Don't wait for the world to change. Change yourself first and you can achieve anything you want. If you're ready to pursue your dreams and are looking for some motivation to get there, I am here for you. Don't be shy. Let's do this together. Thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for rating this podcast. I will make sure to put in a good word for you when I meet karma. Visit summertalent.com for more. And now let's get started. Today's topic is creativity myths uncovered. I chose this topic for today's podcast because so many people think that creativity is divinely gifted and only available to a lucky few. Although creativity is so broad and means so much and can be found in so many areas of our lives, what I want to focus on today is what we commonly understand by the definition of creativity, which is creating something unique, something special, something we can stand out with, and also something that allows our true self to unfold. Creativity is the catalyst for unboxing our talents, but can also be found in everyday situations. And we are much more creative than we actually think. We use creativity in much more areas of our lives than we are actually aware of. And once we're able to identify that we actually are more creative and we can identify in which areas we are, we will have the ability to work on that creativity. So, By a simple shift in perception, a change of mindset, we can inspire and motivate so many people to share their true inner talents because we are able to take away the fear of failure or feeling ashamed or not being good enough. So if you believe that creativity is only reserved for a special group of people or you struggle a little sometimes to rely on your creativity and trust your creativity then you've tuned into the right podcast. (laughs) And and, hey, if you're just interested in knowing the myths or uh, you're here for whatever reason, welcome to the Reach for More community. I hope you enjoy because we always have a lot of fun here on the podcast. All right, let's dive into these creativity myths and uncover the ones you should stop believing now, like right now, right this minute. Okay, you don't know them yet, but (laughs) okay, Veronica, stop making this so exciting and just tell us. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, So first, let's look at six common myths about creativity. And then I want to tell you a story about two wonderful people in my life and how they are creative all the time without knowing that they're creative. Myth number one, creativity comes from within us. Now, I covered this topic really broadly last week, so I won't go deep into this one today, but it is important to mention, and if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, you definitely should. And the you know, the main and most important message of um 
last week's podcast is that we all have the power to connect to all of the creativity that ever was and all the creativity that exists and that is meant to exist. Creativity comes to us because of a lot of different factors, because of decisions we make and the lifestyle we live, but we are also guided and we can connect to the foundations of creativity. We can do this through meditation, through a change of mindset, by just simply opening ourselves, by just simply opening our mind and saying, okay, I actually have access to all of this creativity. You can imagine it like an energy ball. I have this um, meditation I'm, I'm working on, which will be on the meditation channel in the next couple of days, how you can really connect to the basic power of creativity, if that is something you struggle with. And it takes away so much pressure. If we believe that creativity comes only from within us, we build so much pressure that we have to create. It's all just us. And we get this this sense of competition. We have to compete against each other and mine has to be better than yours. (laughs) Um, But that's not really how creativity works. And it comes from a loving place. It comes from the basic energy of love and and creation and and life. So it's all about how we kind of look at it. And when we think um, that creativity is something we are guided with, it is much easier for us to also create it. Myth number two, creativity lies in our genes. Actually, research has shown to prove the opposite. The ones that believe the most in themselves and work the hardest are the ones that are most likely to come up with creative solutions. The harder a problem is and the harder we work on it, the more connections we build in our frontal cortex, the area in our brain that is often referred to as the hub of creativity, and the more likely we are to find creative solutions for problems. So yes, of course, you can be born with a creative talent or with a talent, but also talent doesn't mean creativity. You can be born with a talent. You can be born with, a, a, let's say you're a drummer and you're just born with the talent to have music in your blood and you have it in your hands. But if there's no creativity, you won't be able to do anything with it because you're not going to find solutions for the problems you're going to face. Let's say you're this great drummer and you don't have drums, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) um, and I mean, I know a lot of these kind of stories. I know so many people that, uh, grew up very poor and they're, they've become fantastic musicians, but they didn't have access to a music school or to the instruments they wanted. And they just found so many ways to train themselves before they even had a drum set. And then, There's all these other problems you're going to face throughout your career. If you want to be a drummer, you're going to want to find gigs and make money off of, off of your work. And just by having the talent, you're not going to be successful. And we know these stories. Yes. But I think we should also keep in mind that these are always exceptions. It's exceptions. It's that 0.0001% of people that is magically discovered on the street. It's like, oh, wow, look at you. You're a drummer. You should come to New York and play at the Blue Note Jazz Bar tonight. Uh, But for most people, we have to find creative solutions in our lives to really be able to use our talents and uh, make money with our talents. 
So creativity uh, does not lie in our genes. (laughs) Myth number three, creativity is limited to certain fields of work. Creativity is a part of basic human thinking, but what counts as creativity and how do we measure it? Many think that creativity is reserved to those working in art, music, or design, but creativity is a very subjective field and everybody's opinion about creativity is different. The definition that scientists use is that creativity is the ability to produce something new or original and that has a value to someone. So if you'll ask a scientist, what is creativity to you? He'll say, well, it's something new and original and something that has value to someone. (laughs) Uh, But pretty much everything that includes originality, pleasure, value, process, and imagination, all of that can be defined as creativity. So many of those things can be defined as creativity, and we find it in everyday situations. I'll get back to that in my story. Just stick with me. Myth number four, something is only creative if it's original. One thing that many creatives do is pressure themselves extremely hard to produce something that is completely original, which usually doesn't turn out to be really good and which, yes, is the goal because, I mean, you don't want to be copying someone's work one-to-one, but forcing yourself to be so original and in a way then turning it into being extremely different is not ultimately the definition of being creative. Um, And it's about understanding the bigger picture. In a way, you know, we're all connected. And um, I I did some research. And empirical research shows more and more that new ideas are actually combinations of older ideas and that sharing those helps generate more innovation. And I love to think about creativity in this way because it means that we're all connected in a way. And it helps us, once again, to not take competition that seriously. I think we need competition. I think you do. You know, you need a healthy competition. But if you get so stressed out about it and you think, I'm not good enough, that person is better, they're doing a better job, I'm not ever going to be successful with what I'm doing, especially if you're working in a low-paid creative field is it's extremely difficult. And with that false mindset, you project so much more negativity onto your work, which will influence the kind of work that you do. And then you're going to try to be so original and so different that you're just going to end up creating a mess. You know, it's like (laughs) not everything always has to be so original. And I think a good comparison is if we look at chefs are the ones that make basic meals taste fantastic. So if you just take a simple spaghetti, but they just make it taste so good and it is being creative and they are being special, but they're not making something that in the end is just going to be a soup of spaghetti that is gross. 
You know what I mean? Like if you make spaghetti and then you put all these things in it and you want to have starfish on top and fireworks coming out of it, it's just too much. <laughs> I think we sometimes, or any creative has been at that point where you try to make something so special that it just turns out to be a mess. And I think focusing on what we are good at and focusing on the the creative part of it is so much more important than trying to be extremely original by forcing it. Myth number five, the more you engage, the more creative you are. If there's a lot going on in your mind and around you, then that can be inspiring, of course. And as I said, we're all connected and it's, and it's good. But the actual truth is that some of the most amazing art was created out of loneliness and boredom. And alone time and quiet time can massively improve our ability of thinking creative. It is about finding the right balance between being inspired and, and creating our own. And we do live in a world where we have so much access to so much influence and that can be good and it can inspire us. But uh, we just also have to be very careful to give our times to let things settle and let it go and let our own creativity unfold. Myth number six, time pressure supports creativity. A study of the Fast Company came to the conclusion that people said they were the most creative when they were working under severe deadline pressure. Interesting fact about this study is that although people thought they were more creative in these times of high pressure, and they, they said that and they admitted it, this study actually showed the opposite. And the funny part about it is, is that people didn't really notice it. So a lot of people really thought that they were more creative under this high pressure, which explains why a lot of people work under high pressure and force themselves to feel pressured or are pressured at work because they think they're more creative. And um, it, the study actually showed that people were least creative when fighting the clock and actually showed time pressure hangover, which means that their creativity actually went down for a couple of days after the high pressure times. And this is just a weird way we trick our own brains. We believe because we're in this high stressful situations, we also don't feel what is going on around us the way that we would if we wouldn't be so stressed. So we get this impression, our brain thinks that we are being so creative, we found this great solution, but actually only because our our perception is um, is just not really working the way it should be. So if you can't uh, deeply engage with a problem, you don't have the needed incubation time you need to soak in that problem and let ideas unfold. So a lot of pressure is never really good. And uh, an affirmation or motto, an affirmation motto, I like to follow so much is I speed up by slowing down. And it's really true. And every time I get into these high stressful situations, I remind myself of that. And I try in the first couple of days, I'm like, 
okay, this is not, this is so difficult. It's so much easier to be stressed, right? You have this feeling, oh, I'm getting so much done. This is great. It's just so much easier to be running from one place to the other. And in a way it's because you actually distract yourself from the actual work you should be getting done. And you feel like, oh, this is great. Just, this is fantastic. <laughs> but you're actually just lying to, our, to yourself. And then after um, three or four days, I'm like, oh, wow, I got so much done today because I actually gave myself the time to calm down. I gave my mind the time to calm down and myself and everything just flows faster. And I love this study because it's really great and it shows what actually stress does to our brain. And um, I think a lot of us should think of that when we believe we're in this in this area of I'm being so creative. And we also kind of, we mix up two different things, right? I think on side being in a stressful situation, being able to solve a problem is one thing, but we're being mostly systematic and not creative. It's a very different thing. When we are in the situation where we have really high pressure, we have to solve something quickly. We're actually just at the, we're just like at the surface of all the things we have in our brain. We're just scratching that surface and trying to find these little bites and pieces, like how could I solve this problem? And then because we do solve it in this high stressful, high pressure time, we believe that we just were so great about solving it. Although there's so much more under that surface. And that is quite frankly, one of the hardest things, right? Is to get below that surface. So, um, Myth number six, time pressure supports creativity, is not true. <laughs> Another thing that I want to talk about today is the misconception many people have about our brains. That some people are more left-brained, those are the ones that are thought to be more analytical, and the right-brained people, which are thought to be more creative. Well, uh, yes, our brain does have two hemispheres and the left, uh, the left and the right, but it is a common misconception that the left side is all about being logical and analytical and the right side is all and only about being intuitive and creative. It is just not quite that way. Yes, I did my research, people. I do a lot of research for you guys in this podcast. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so, um, Research has shown that we use both sides of the brain in many creative areas too. And I did some research on how music actually affects the brain. And I found this really interesting thing. People who listen to music show activity on both sides of the brain. And interesting to know is that the ones that play an instrument sure show more activity in more areas of the brain than those who don't. But it is not only on the right side of the brain, the creative side. So the next time you refer to yourself as a left-brained or right-brained person, you might want to give it some thought before you use it as an excuse for not being creative. Because we all have the abilities to train those areas of our brain, and we're training both of them. Um, so let me come to my little story today. This morning, I was sitting in the kitchen with Gabi and Marco, uh, one of my dearest and closest friends, and I came to visit them for a couple of days. 
And I was curious to know their take on creativity because I'm like, oh, you know, it's Wednesday and it's podcast day and um, I'm talking about creativity today. And both of them are these huge multitaskers in life who, in my opinion, are pretty much capable of doing anything. They've done so many different things in their life. They've worked in so many different jobs. They've just built their life so impressively. And they always find a way to solve any kind of problem. <laughs> they work in normal jobs, normal jobs, just normal jobs. And um, Marco is a musician as well. And they're just right now finishing up building their house, which they have been working on for the past four years. And let me tell you, it is a beautiful house, a beautiful house that even has a studio I am recording out of, <laughs> a music studio. And um, they did almost everything by themselves, from heating and electricity installations to laying down parquet flooring, painting, and pretty much everything you can imagine. I don't even know, because I don't even know all the things you would have to do to build a house, but it is just crazy what they did in four years out of an old, broken down house, and they've turned it into this beautiful place. And they did everything alone, like almost everything they could do alone, they did alone. And so this morning I asked them, hey, what do you guys think about creativity? What do you think are the biggest misconceptions of creativity? And they both looked at me like they don't really understand what I'm talking about. And quite frankly, I think they didn't understand what I was talking about. <laughs> And they're so creative in their everyday lives that I believe they actually don't realize that they are creative. And to them, it's just a normal way to live a life and solve problems. And Gabi says to me, you know, I think the problem with creativity nowadays are these damn phones we have. Although it could be a great source of inspiration, it actually is a huge source of distraction for most of people and they don't even try anymore. Everything is in front of their face and they don't even put an effort to think about creative solutions anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. And you know, these two are just absolutely amazing people and such a wonderful couple. They have worked so hard for what they have and are genuinely fantastic human beings. If they, I mean like today, if they need a shelf above their washing machine in their bathroom, they just make one. Yes, it happened this morning. Gabby said, hey, it would be great if I would have something to put clothes on above the washing machine. And Marco was like, sure, what would you like? So as we're speaking, <laughs> and for the past hours, they have been out on the porch, planning, drawing, cutting wood, making their own perfect shelf, because it has become something so easy to them, because they've done everything else. And they learned everything. They were just so enthusiastic about this idea of building their own house, of having their own home, because they traveled so much with, with work that they were constantly living out of suitcases. They have been so excited to build their own home that that was their motivation to be creative. And I, I think, of course, they have been just creative people from from who they are from, from scratch, but also they became so creative because they were motivated 
and they were inspired by this idea that they had so much. And that is quite frankly what it gets down to. Um, I think we're capable of doing everything in life if we have the right motivation. And if you're lacking motivation, if you feel like you can't find it, then that is totally okay. And you have to accept that, but work on getting it back and finding it. Really put your time into finding inspiration and finding the motivation. Because if you do have inspiration, creativity will come to you without you even noticing. And these two people are just seriously the best example for that. And now I should get going because um, we should get prepared for a little party for my birthday. So before we end today, I want to encourage you to be more creative in everyday situations, find creative solutions for problems in your life, whether it's about making a bathroom shelf or solving financial problems. Creativity is a fun approach to not giving up and forget about all these myths. Just do what feels good for you, do what you love, do what inspires you. And I promise creativity will find you. And thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you um, forgive me for a slightly shorter podcast, but I'm going to go and drink Prosecco now. See you next week. Thank you so much. Love ya.